What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Barriers pod, where we're talking all things and anything basketball. I'm your co-host, GZ Hoops. Let me throw this no look over to my boy real quick. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Mark, a.k.a. Breaking Barriers Training. G and I both would like to express our appreciation for the love and support you guys have been showing. Please continue to tune in to each episode and also go follow us on IG and Twitter, both at Breaking Barriers Training and GZ Hoops. Let me finish this bucket. Let's go, Mark. What's up, bro? How you? Oh, I'm good, man. Another day, another dollar. How about you? <laughs> Same, man. Just chilling, man. I'm off tonight, so you know it's a good night. Oh, that's lit. You got practice, though? Nah, man. We had to end up canceling it, bro. Nah. Yeah, man. We'll be back at it Thursday, though. That's good. Well, hey, you get to chill, get this episode out, and kind of enjoy the night. For sure, man. Hey, well, before we dive deep into episode 43, you know we got to give a shout out to all the fans, people that have been listening, reaching out to us, the Discord group, and all the podcasting platforms that have been showing us love, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. I mean, we've been at it for a minute now. Episode 43, that's crazy, bro. It is crazy. Almost Mm -hmm. a full year. Yeah, man, we pushing, bro. You know, it's, it's... it's fun, man. I mean, you know, we ain't we ain't at it as as much as we was because you know we busy, we live right. normal lives. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's definitely fun when we get to chop it up for sure. Right. And hey, hopefully there's no uh, technical difficulties tonight like last week, man. <laughs> there's no snow tonight, bro. No snow. So anchor I think be I good be to cool. us. Tell anchor to be good to us. For man. real, anchor gods, we need you. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, man. But uh. We got some some things to touch on tonight, Mark. Nothing too, too crazy. Um, a little bit about the brand. Sure. A little bit about some stuff we got working up behind the scenes. Uh, I want to touch on some stuff I saw from Kevin Garnett. Got to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. And that's really it, man. Nothing too crazy tonight. Hey, we're going to have to throw in there. You, you back hooping, man. Yeah, that too. That too. Had to go crazy this week. So how was it? Bro, it was fun, man. It was really fun. Uh Shout out to my boy, Ty. I know he listens to the pods. One of my boys out here in Baltimore. Okay. Shout out, bro, man. Um, we ran out a gym this past Saturday from 9 o'clock to 11. Everybody mm. threw five. Man, it just felt good to run up and down again, man. It's been a minute for real. Feel good, don't it? Oh, it felt crazy. I mean, honestly, for not playing in a while, I was still balling. <laughs> I mean, you never lose it. No, and honestly, my buddy and I were talking about it. Sometimes when you don't play – and you show up to just randomly hoop, you go off because you're not thinking about it. Yeah. You know what it's I'm like, saying? Yeah, because it's like it's more on your mind when you when you know you're about to hoop or you've been hooping or, you know, it's consistent. Mm-hmm. It definitely do. That's what we're, we're trying to keep that going Saturday nights from here on out. So I'm, I'm going to be playing more, man, for sure. That's what, like, the leagues out here are kind of whack. Now, I know you, <laughs> you play in the Youngstown League right now. Right, um, right. They don't require you all to wear masks, do they? No, nah, it's optional. Right. See, that's, I mean, that's good, I think. Because the, sure. le- the league out here requires you to wear a mask. And I played one game like that, bro. I think we talked about it a couple months ago, but it was Couldn't terrible. It. it was yeah. terrible. And, and, and I'm not going to lie, bro. We <laughs> we played against um, some a team, and this dude played, like, the whole game with his mask on. He's the only one on the court with a mask on. Bro, like, it is hard. Like, I mean – Oh my god. We we know like you you're trying to protect yourself and others, that's awesome. But like if you're playing the game of basketball, you're sweating all over each other, you're breathing all over each other, regardless of mask on, mask off, like Yeah, bro. It's just like the NBA and the NCAA and I mean some schools, high schools, uh, I see some schools back home are kind of making you wear them. Yeah, I mean pretty much everybody except I think Farrell and a couple other schools, they don't gotta wear them. Stop. But everybody got wearing, bro. And it's crazy because it's like, you know, you you making them wear playing basketball, but they don't got to wear it when they go to the store. You right. Know, it makes I, no sense. It's crazy, bro. I see a lot of people go in the stores where it say you got to wear a mask and they still don't wear it. So. And ha- half the kids have it down below their nose or even around their chin. Exactly. It's like, it's just, honestly, as, cra- as crazy as it sounds, it's almost like a, like a fashion 
statement <laughs> thing now. You know what I'm saying? Like kids are like, oh, yes. yeah, like I got my mask on. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like hard now or something. It's crazy because, um, you know, we in a little shootout out in Newcastle this upcoming weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, the uh, it's mandatory, of course, for the coaches to wear their masks. But right, that makes uh, sense. It's, it's optional for the players, but it's like. Um, are are y'all really concerned about them wearing it for safety, or is it just to get the the guideline people off your back? I was gonna you know? say to kind of cover your butt. Yeah, and it's like if they don't gotta wear it, then say that you know don't don't say oh it's optional or they must wear it, but then right. one team don't do it. You know it's little stuff like that, bro. But you know, oh, that's we, the thing too. It's like. I see people, the argument is like, oh, well, NBA players don't have to wear them, but they get regular COVID testing. That's why they don't have to. <laughs> right. But, like, all right, not every high school is able to have a million COVID kids to test these kids. So Exactly. I don't know, bro. Like, I, I understand, like you said, the coach is wearing the mask. That's cool. Even if you're on right. the bench and you want to wear it, that's fine. But when you're, run, when you're running up and down, bro, that's just that's too much. And, and that's the rule, too, actually, that you got to um, – sitting on the bench, the players got to wear it as well. And like you said, <laughs> I, I I understand running up and down. Mm-hmm. You, you know, um, they don't need it because, I mean, you got to think about it. These kids have been off for how how many weeks, you know, things like that. And then, you know, they barely get gym time. And you want them to go and play a game, and then they got to wear a mask. Right. And you expect them to run up and down the court. Like, I'm surprised a lot of kids, they fall out. Honestly. And it's just funny, too. It's like, all right, so me and you are on the court for 10 minutes straight, going hard, playing right. playing with our teammates, whatever. And then we get subbed out. And then we just right. go sit down and randomly put a mask on. But when we get subbed back in, we take it off again. It's just right. weird, man. I don't know. And then we sit it down. Ain't, only God knows who's touching it and where they hands. Right, it's, they it's on the it. dirty floor. Crazy. Yeah, come on, man. Like you know, we don't. Obviously, we can't supply the world with that many masks because it would they would be free. Right. You know, we would have to pay for them. Like so, it's not like we could just keep taking these masks off, getting new ones. You know. And right. We both work in the healthcare field. I mean, mm-hmm. they pretty much tell us. I mean, I'm sure they. Pre- I don't know about you. I can't speak for you, but I know they tell us use the same mask because we don't got that many masks to give out. Yeah, that's really how it'd be unless you, like, for God's reason why, forget it or you, yours gets all nasty. Like, I mean, we have extra supplies, but like you said, like, you can't just be taking a new one every day. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, we could talk about this all day, but, you right. know, it's, <laughs> it's, it is what it is, bro. I mean, I can't complain. We, we I'm back on the sideline doing mm-hmm. what I love. So, that's great. You know, and we all and we both you know get the hoop so Thanks. I can't I can't complain. How important to you is basketball and not even coaching but playing for your mental health? Bro, it's so soothing. It's like right. I, we had a conversation on it. You know, it's like it's hard to um, process, and that's why I want to you know try to have an AAU team. Mm-hmm. Which will be, you That's know, we'll be talking, talking about, about that next. more. Yes, sir. Yeah, but um, you know, and all the little stuff because of the fact, um, you know, some schools don't prepare these kids for like, <clears throat> quote unquote, afterlife or their adult life. You know, it's right. Like, you know, coming up, that that might be all they know. That might be their getaway, and then you know, to to graduate, and then everything is just shot short. Like, it can mess with a lot of people mental, and they don't know how to take it. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like, um. Not to go on a long um, combo about it, but you know, it's, it definitely helped hooping because you know it's like that's what we was bought up on our whole life. So it's like exactly, you know, we're just doing the same thing we've done our whole life, and you get to go out there for a few hours and forget about everything you're going through. Honestly, facts, and that's what me and my boy Ty were talking about. Like, we both haven't played since like <clears throat> roughly November. Wow. And it's like, yeah, because there's nowhere to play for real. And we found this gym, but we both were walking out of there like, dang, like I just like I mentally feel so much better. Yeah. After just getting to run around, hoop, hang out with some of the boys and just do your thing. Like, like I, I'm actually glad you touched on it. Honestly, for me, too, like working roughly 50 hours a week, I'm used to being able to go to a gym whenever I want 
exactly. like high school, college. I mean, even when I was in school, like you had the rec center, you could go shoot whenever you want, go play pickup right. whenever you want. And like you said, the adult life is just it's just different. And mm-hmm. when you're able to go do what you enjoy, go do what you love, like you mentally just feel more healthy. You just feel better about yourself. And it's crazy. That's what like I'm having a good week, honestly, based off playing basketball this past yeah. Saturday. You know what I mean, yeah, that's true, bro. And to be honest with you, I I played um, the game, you know, following what happened, the death of my uncle and stuff. You know, it was mm-hmm. like to be able to just go and hoop and just, you know, for at least a little bit, just say, all right. <clears throat> You know, this is the reality, but I could kind of forget about it and just free flow and just, you know. Do what you enjoy, man. Yeah, because it's like, you know, that's like poetry to us. You know, people don't understand, but like, you know, hooping is like poetry to us because we love it so much. And it's like you get to do what you you love and for it to be snatched away, it's like you almost feel naked. You know, like you go, you go from like you said, you could just pop anywhere and. Even go outside and shoot, even if it's snow out there, you shovel if you're that dedicated and shoot. You know, Thanks. it's like you go from that to people telling you you can't even hoop or you got to have a certain amount of this or that. It's, it hurts. But once you get to get back in the swing of it, bro, it's like, like you said. It's like riding a bike, bro. <laughs> riding a bike, man. Your 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 weak flow good. You smiling from ear to ear. Right. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. It's the it's little true. things, man. The little things. Yeah, so, make you cherish it. That's it. Like we we're saying, like playing the game, we we enjoy playing the game so much that we also switched lanes into the coaching avenue, which also allowed us to start the social media platform, start the podcast, and kind of leads us to the point right now while we're sitting here having this conversation. Um, and that's kind of the next conversation we're about to swing into, talking about breaking barriers, AAU. All right. So we've talked behind behind the scenes a little bit, posted on some socials. Realistically, we're trying to get an AAU team up and running as two younger coaches. And obviously there's distance between us, but we're able to kind of work together in that sense and accomplish what we want. And it's just to, to continue growing as coaches and as just young men. For sure. And, you know, people might sit there and be like, oh, y'all don't even – Y'all, y'all don't even live that close. How y'all gonna do it? But you know, it's it's more than just being there physically. Sometimes Facts. you know, it's like it's being able, as you just said, the social media that that said it all, bro. Like, mm-hmm. why can't I send you, you know, a game? Or somebody recorded, I send you the game. You scout for us, you know, little stuff like that. So, right, um, it's always ways around everything. Literally, especially now with the generation of um, technology we have, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, we definitely want to get it up and running for sure. It's something that we can control on our own for once. Right. And, you know, we can run things the way we want to be run. No uh, athletic directors, no principals, nothing like that. It's kind of just us. It's it's our our show, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's just us different. Te- us having to teach them right basketball the way we was taught. Mm-hmm. So... I know you've been kind of flirting around, seeing what's up and who who's willing to kind of compete. Say we're able to get this up and running this summer. Um, right. We were talking on the phone the other night. We're kind of shooting for roughly kids in the age range fourteen to sixteen. Right. Um. So, hey man, if anyone is listening that is interested in playing some travel basketball, hit up Mark. Hit up me, and we can kind of figure some things out. I mean, nothing's set in stone, but we just kind of want to put out there that it's in the works. Yeah, so if it don't come out this year, it'll definitely be out next year mm-hmm. for sure, 100% sure. But I'm really pushing for it to be this year. Like, even <clears throat> if I got to take seven to eight kids, like, mm-hmm. I just want to go and compete so, I, um, you know, kids can stay hooping, stay active. Right. I could stay on the sideline, like you said, and learn some more and just – you know, get some up and running because once you you know kids see you, you're actually serious about it, and you got something going. That's how the you know everything starts to flow. So exactly, your first team's never your your last team. You know what I'm saying? We're always gonna try yeah. to build upon it and continue to break barriers. At the end of the day, so exactly, bro. And um, you know, just just want to compete. Just want kids that want to compete. I don't. 
I don't care for the the um, part time hoopers. I don't care for the all the refs. This that I don't want no excuses. Just mm-hmm. want hoopers, you know. Just hoopers, and you know, you trying to get better and help me get better as a coach, man. Right. And honestly, bro, especially if we're trying to run tournaments in, let's say, Western PA, Ohio, mm-hmm. trying to come out this way to the DMV. You need right. kids that are, are nitty and gritty and want to play the game of basketball. So Can't be scared of comp. Because, uh-huh. I mean, we ain't – I'm telling telling everybody that's listening now, we're not dodging it. So, you know. Never that. Rather, rather you coming from Erie, Meadville, Franklin, wherever you want to come from, try to play if you if it's possible for you. Right. And we get it up and running. Um, just know we're not dodging no wreck. So, you know. The tournament we gonna put you in wherever we in, you know it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Um, you just gotta hoop, right? And one of the things, man, like I know we didn't play the most AAU basketball growing up. We each played a couple seasons. Um, wish we would have played more, to be honest. But definitely, right? Um, the thing with AAU, at least from my experience, like I knew I was gonna be going up against top tier talent. And I like that, though. Like, I wanted to play the best players in Western PA, flirting towards Pittsburgh, the Cleveland area. Like, that's where I knew I was going to get the best run, and that's where I knew I could make myself a better player for my upcoming high school season, my upcoming junior high season, anything like that. So that's the point of AAU basketball. You're trying to better yourself for the team you're going to be playing for come school time. Right, and be honest with you, when I started, I didn't know two licks about it. <laughs> I, I'll be real with you. Like, I, I knew everybody talking about AAU, but it was like, I'll be real financially-wise, it wasn't realistic to me to play. No, that's facts. So, you know, I never really paid attention to it, never really, you know, thought about it. I just say I work out wherever I can and just hoop, you know, on my own. But, right. you know, once I did get started, um, and I saw how it flowed and went. Um, it was it was great because I was only in ninth grade, but my coach at the time, Coach Madresto, which we got to get him on. The GOAT. The GOAT, mm-hmm. man. Um, coach Madresto. I, I just saw him the other day at my game, too. That's crazy. But, um, <laughs> you know, um, you know, he made me play off the rip. I'm only in ninth grade. He made me play up with the juniors and seniors for AU. Right. And at first, I was like – Man, just let me play with my grade. Like, right. I'm getting in, but I'm I'm not doing what I want to do. Like, but at the end of the day, coming into my sophomore year, because that's what I was going into my sophomore year. You were ready. Yeah, I was ready. And um, he didn't even let me play JV that year either. I ended up playing just strictly varsity six man. Mm-hmm. And um, it it definitely played a big role. So that's the thing, man. Anyone that's listening, if you want to elevate your game this summer, if you want to boost your stock to become a better scholastic player. If you want to avoid JV, you want to play varsity. If you want to avoid freshman team, you want to play JV. AU basketball is an outlet to, to kind of attain that. So hit us up, man. That's all, all I'm going to say for now, though. All I'm gonna say. Definitely. And I'm telling you all now, we ain't got no connections like everybody else, but me and G definitely working to send out film and, be able to get you in contact with scouts. So that's facts. That's the easy be, part, man. That's the easy part. But I want the kids to know now, don't be sitting out there thinking we're about to get you plugged in with Duke and <laughs> all them, and, and you probably a D3 player. Like, just be realistic. Be patient. Brick by brick, like we say, and trust our process. And that's another positive of me being out here, <laughs> honestly, bro. There's more school exposure. Exactly. You don't that's just have to kind of look around Western PA. You got schools all up out here, so – and that's the thing, too. I mean, it's not like you won't be able to be at, you know, tournaments. Facts. You just might not be at practices. But, I mean, you know, you're still linked in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, you know, it it's all going to work. Facts. For the, for the best. It's all good intentions. So, um. And we got to just... shout out your boy, too. I'm, I'm blanking oh, on his name. Yeah, yeah, Zaire. Yeah, shout out Zaire, man. That's that's my little bro, man. He, He'll be running, he be, too. Yeah, he, he been trying to, uh. You know, coach with me and stuff, but <laughs> I ain't going to disclose on who he beefing with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, he, he was unable to do so uh, at the school with me. So I got you. Uh, you know, th- therefore, this is a better opportunity for him. And I appreciate him for looking out because 
you know, like we've been saying about this podcast and everything else, everybody say they want to help and it sound good until you actually act on it and hit them up about it and they go ghost. Right. See it too often, man. So I see it every day here, that's, bro. That's facts. That's facts. But hey, we're gonna get it going. Um, For sure. And I definitely want to say thank you and shout out to you. I finally got my my breaking barriers pot or not breaking barriers pot, but my breaking barriers training hoodie. Yeah, man. After what two months? <laughs> it God, took a minute, wait. bro. But it came. Had to rock it the other day for sure. When I went to hoop, um, I mean, oh, I actually man. saw your tweet today. You got some new news about uh, the brand itself. Yeah, man. So you know, I, I I've been in the works of trying to get everything up and running. I finally got my LLC today. So okay. for people people who don't know that, that's like the copyright of. Uh, a, a music, if if you say, right. uh, for clothes. So basically, um, you know, nobody could take my brand and run with it or use it. That's tough, without, man. Congrats. Appreciate it, bro. So, you know, trying to get this stuff up and running so, you know, everything could fall into place, bro. That's how we get our jerseys and everything else. Right. Hey, with that. I do got to say, though, I think, I think I can say that I'm a Breaking Barriers training brand ambassador. I mean, I, I mean, I bro. I don't see why you can't be a, a, a assistant coach or whatever hey. you want to. Hey, a, assistant period, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I got you. <laughs> just because, just because it's the podcast, you know, you part of the brand, bro. So I mean, that's facts. You know, we all want. Yeah, we just try, trying to get the same goal, man. For sure, that's love, and that that's awesome, man. That's just another thing to check off the list. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just continue sure. to grow. And that's what everybody that has been listening to us lately over the last almost year. I know y'all see our growth just on this here, this platform, and just keep rocking with us, man. We're gonna keep continuing to to work and get better in all aspects of it all. So, yeah, for sure, bro. And it's crazy you said that because I, as you were speaking on it, I just thought of that as well. Like from episode one to episode forty-three, like you could see the growth. Bro, could, it was horrible. It was horrible. You see the, you see the, you see the growth. Facts. You see, you see like even growth in us as far as men, mm-hmm. and you know just trying to do more in in our community. Excuse me, in our community and, mm-hmm. and for for the game of basketball. Period. You know, and it's like, um, you know, we take it brick by brick, stand prayed up for sure. Mm-hmm. God is important, and um, I feel like that's why He's blessing us with all this these bright ideas. I'm not even going to sit up here and make it seem like we came up with it. You know, I feel like he's giving us these ideas because, you know, it's somebody got to do it, bro. Why right. Yeah. We're meant, we're meant for more. You know what I'm saying? So he knows, so kids. he knows and now he's showing us. That's all. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Like, yeah, man. Um, moving away from the brand, the team, the new, uh, the updated news from all of that, uh, Let's dive into your boy Kevin Garnett. <laughs> did you did you see his statement from the other Man, day? Man, listen, I saw it when it first dropped. Then Jonah, shout out Jonah, man. Always, hey, I I actually talked to Jonah for the first time, at least over like a headset. We were playing two K the other day for the first right. time in a long time. But I mean, he's boy, always man. texting me, always tweeting me. But it was good to actually hold a, a real conversation with him. Listen, man, Jonah is that's that is Woj. You hear me? <laughs> no, that's facts, bro. That's Woj, man. Everybody, he gonna be on here one day. Y'all gonna hear? Mm-hmm. That's that's Woj for real. But man, listen, I saw it when it first dropped. Then he sent it to me the day we was talking about it. Man, I I told him I told him honestly, I'm to the point where I think these cats just say anything that come to their head just to start stuff. You know, like yeah, especially because we talked about it what last episode about Shaq just kind of hating on everyone in this generation, these and, professionals now, and now exactly. Kevin Garnett's kind of flipping the switch. Exactly, and, and you took the words right out of my mouth, honestly, because that's what I told Jonah. I said, I said honestly, bro. I said either he's saying that to be funny and just get attention, or he honestly is trying to give the this generation credit because of the fact. So many Hall of Famers and old head is kind of frowning upon them. You, this right. generation of basketball, so um, you know, I don't know, bro. What you think? It's of just it? there's just always so much hate 
You know what I'm saying? Like whatever whatever side you choose, someone's gonna disagree with you. So, mm-hmm. like you said, I feel like KG came out with this to kind of mess with Shaq. But then again, there are some truths in what he's saying. At least I think so. It, it, it is. I mean, it just, it just depends on what era he's talking about, though. Because, right. I mean, if you think about it, he came toward the end of Jordan's era. Mm-hmm. And then he was his own era. Then he was into LeBron's Bronico. era. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so... I mean, it just depends on what era because, I mean, you came out with Cole. Yeah. Cole was locking up Kyrie in his No, that's facts. That's facts. So that's the thing, too. Like, for all y'all that didn't see the statement, I will kind of summarize it here real quickly so we're not just rambling crazy. Um, Kevin Garnett, obviously one of the greatest power fours of all time, he was touching on current NBA players and their game versus guys from, quote-unquote, 20 to 30 years ago. And he just said, guys, now are just at another level. Um, one of the quotes was like, sprinting corner to corner for 48 minutes. I don't think guys from 20 years ago could. Uh, in today's game, there's no hand-checking like there was 20 years ago. Could you imagine not hand-checking Michael Jordan? Uh, <laughs> today's game, there's so much creativity and ambition, which leads to these great offensive players in the league. And then he kind of capped it off with, I don't know if the guards 20 to 30 years ago could play in this time right here because guys like Steph, Clay, and Dame are so creative, competitive, and saucy. Man, bro. See, listen. RP Cole, man. I know he rolling over. Like, that's, uh, that's just that's – just... He definitely is, bro. I, 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 could just, I could just see his competitiveness – like we don't even know him, and I could just see him in the interview. Like, excuse my language, what the hell does that mean? Facts, and just like, looking at Kevin like a like he's a goof. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, I I just see that. So you know, it's like, all right, so maybe some statements to an extent could be true, but let's let's not forget, Kobe was in years sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, whatever, still doing Go- his thing. Still doing his thing. Guarded Kyrie, locked him up. Guarded Dame, locked him up. Guarded Steph, locked him up. Like uh, MJ and Kobe are the only two tied for most uh, what all defensive first teams or something like that. Right. So come on, man. Just um, be specific in your era because you know each era got better at basketball. Yeah, and it's, it's gonna forever be that way. So that's the thing. Like he was. Like he's in such like a a mid era per se like you were saying like he, he played with MJ he played with Braun he played with his legitimate time was Kobe so they came in what a year apart something like that yeah both both out of high school yeah. um I do like the no hand checking thing though because if you couldn't hand check Michael Jordan he'd be dropping 50 60 70 every night I, listen bro I, I argued with somebody and said that and they said there's no way possible nobody human could average 60 points I said listen if you think about it, MJ scored thirty. That's half a. That's half a sixty. Getting held every game, Getting every minute, every game, bro. And he averaged thirty. Go like, go watch the last dance. <laughs> come on, man. He averaged thirty for a career. Let's not even get started on the fact that if his coach don't take him out, like all these coaches do now, like Giannis told the Bucks, in order for him to stay, they had to increase his minutes. Mind you, he was leading the league last year in minutes. <laughs> So hey, you want to increase your minutes? So trying to go to overtime if, every game. <laughs> like, imagine if MJ was playing right now and told them that already averaging thirty. Let's not forget James Harden, mm-hmm. who the, who's most skilled um, scorer we've seen, right? And uh, since we've been alive, I, I could say besides Kobe mm-hmm. and um, and Durant he, and Durant too, yeah. But the, I mean, come on, man. He could James Harden could score sixty any given night, right? And that's it's because guys can't hang all over him. I right. mean, he has the ability to. We talk about all the time, just pound the ball into the ground, five million different dribble combinations, and just shake you because shake you. you can't hold on <laughs> like guys could with Michael Jordan and a lot of right. guards back in the day. I mean, there were a lot of shifty guards back then, one hundred percent. Definitely, it's just that's what I'm saying. it's exactly. just different now. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, the thing I though, know, bro. bro, like I, when he was saying, I don't know if the guards 20 to 30 years ago could play in this time right here. 
Like, okay, <laughs> I'm sure there are a few dudes that could play now, but I kind of do feel like there are guys that could not. I mean, that ain't that every generation? That's though? that's the thing, and we we've said it so many times. We hate to compare because everybody was great in their era, in their aspect of basketball. So honestly, bro, twenty to thirty years from now. People are probably gonna be like, man, like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Dame Lillard, they couldn't play today. Oh, there's no way LeBron is the goat no more. Like that—that's the type of stuff we're gonna hear 20 years from mm-hmm. now because another player is gonna exceed maybe half of the stuff LeBron did. I mean, it's gonna be a long time before anybody can catch half the stats he got. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just—it's just the fact that you're gonna hear somebody else come and challenge LeBron being the goat, just like they challenged Michael Jordan being the goat, like. It's still an argument to this day. And, you know, that's what sells more than the facts. And that's what kills me about people is you rather sit there and compare something that you, you'll you never win the argument to <laughs> instead of comparing facts or speaking on, you know, how much of a baller that person was, you know. So, like, to say a person couldn't play in that, this era, it just sounds crazy because, I mean, there's guys that can't and from this era that can't play two years ago with him. No, that's it. That's like I I just don't I mean honestly I'm kinda happy Kevin Garnett brought this to light just because of all the negativity that Shaq gives the current guys. Just to kinda right. counteract it. But Definitely. Yeah, that's exactly. I see that and I can see that. I respect that. Right. But it's also like uh, I don't know. Like I'm just so too controversial. Yeah, I'm just sick of the comparisons, honestly. And it's also like he's a figure that can say things like this, so we have to respect at least tidbits of it. But then on the other hand, there's dudes, I mean, I'm not saying we're like basketball gods, but even lower in basketball IQ than us Mm -hmm. that just they've never even seen, let's say, Kevin Garnett play. Or let's just say Michael Jordan. I mean, we can bring him up forever. They never right. see Michael Jordan play, and they're like, oh, he would not be able to do what he did back then now, blah, blah, blah. It's just, I don't know. Like, that's that the truth. Just that's the so truth. Mad. That's the, bro, I had a full-blown argument in my backyard. Like, the neighbors thought we was about, <laughs> I was about to fight the person I was talking to. Like, bro, he sat there and really told me Michael Jordan would not be able to play in this era. Is he younger? Bro, he is 20. Yeah. But it's the fact that he looked me in my face and said, Michael Jordan would not be able to play in this era. And then he went on to say crazy stuff, you know, like that's just so foul, bro. But but you know what though? And I and I blame that I blame that on I blame that on the media. I blame that on everything that got to do with talk about basketball because there's people who don't even watch basketball no more. They play two K, they do all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And and you know they base it off of people like Max Kellerman who never hooped probably, <laughs> or or football players on first take talk about basketball. Yeah, you know like Shannon Sharp is LeBron's biggest. You know what? Right. <laughs> and everybody takes what he says and runs with it. Like he's and he probably played at high school, but come on, man. You know like just respect everybody. You couldn't get anybody else to kind of commentate on the game of basketball. I mean, that's, Come on, man. That's like, I mean, shoot, that's Jalen Rose. He's a admiral ESPN basketball figure. Him just right. randomly sitting and talking about the NFL for days in, days out. That's what get, it gets boring. And it's like, what? Okay, you might be a fan of the sport, but what do you really know at the professional level? Right. I mean, and I mean, I, I, even us, crazy. bro, ahead, as like amateurs at this stuff, I honestly, we're, we're going to talk about football in a little bit, as ironic as that is, but. I would not be able to sit here and talk to you for an hour about the NFL. I honestly wouldn't because I don't follow it like I follow basketball. Me neither. And only and only reason I follow it is because, you know, it's like a tradition. Right. Or I, I love Pittsburgh. That's who I can follow. Mm-hmm. But it, it, the day out of it, I can't, I can't even watch the playoffs if Pittsburgh ain't in there. I could probably watch the Super Bowl, but – I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. The past two years, I fell asleep during the Super Bowl. I fell asleep the other night. I watched until the end of the third quarter. It was 31-9. to And then, I mean, that ended up being the final score, so I didn't miss nothing. But Nothing at all, bro. It's like that. That's just, I ain't gonna, it's we'll just talk dumb, about that like, when that comes. Yeah, yeah. 
We'll get to Exactly. I mean, it's just so stupid. Like, I hate when people, like you said, that didn't even just – all they do is play 2K. They they go on YouTube. They've never seen legitimate film or even highlight highlights. Hoop fans. Even yeah, highlights. They're, yeah, they're highlight hoop fans. That's what I call them now. They're highlight hoop fans because they watch highlights. They watch ESPN. Like, they don't even watch the full game. They didn't learn nothing from the game that they was, quote-unquote, checking up on. You know, they go and watch ESPN. It was on, in the, it was on in the background when they were scrolling on their phone. <laughs> right, bro. And they go, they go and watch on ESPN on who won. They watch the highlights real quick. And they go and make a status or something like they saw the whole game. They peep the box score. Right. <laughs> and and now, all of a sudden, they know basketball. They're fans. And they could tell you this and that, man. It's... It's annoying, bro, and social media really plays a big part with people and helping them, you know, do that. Yeah, bro, you know, so, social media is crazy. It, it just mm-hmm. – it, it kills me how much of a factor it is in today's generation and game of everything. It's like – it's almost like a takeaway from the sport itself. It definitely is a takeaway. I mean, we've honestly – all right, out of our 43 episodes, we've probably harped on social media usage probably – like 20 to 25 times, honestly. <laughs> but it's just because it's so reoccurring, right? And it's honestly it, another irony statement here. Have you ever seen on Netflix The Social Dilemma? Nah, not even. I ain't gonna lie to you. I just watched it last night. I haven't watched a movie or like a documentary and honestly, I don't know. I don't really watch stuff like that, to be honest. I just watch basketball. <laughs> but one of my coworkers told me to check it out, so I did. And to sum it up, it's just about how just like manipulated and controlled we are by our phones and social media and all this kind of stuff. It it's actually a pretty good watch if you want to check it out. It's but bro, it's it made crazy. me think of just even even watching that made me think of basketball in the sense that, like you said, there's just highlights and highlights and highlights on our phones twenty four seven. So that's all kids see and that's all kids know. And honestly, it's not even just kids, so I can't target them. Everybody. It's everybody, bro. And and um, to piggyback on what you said, I was watching – I mean, it don't got nothing to do with basketball, but mm-hmm. to piggyback what you said, I was, I was watching Money Back Yayo in the interview, <laughs> and um, he was talking about the same thing. He was saying about how, um, you know, the internet is taking over so much that it's crazy. He was like – we on our phones more than anything. He's, we'll have our TV on and not be watching what we got on TV because we were on our phones. No, and it's, we'll, it's facts, bro. We'll, we'll rewind it 10 times just to hear one thing because we're too busy on our phone, you know? Mm-hmm. So social media really plays a big part in a lot of things, bro. And it's like, uh, let's be real. That's how half of these young hoopers that's in high school, that's how they got the clout. And they right. really the that's why a lot of them go to college and then you know they go pro but they not as much, as good as they should have been. Yeah, you don't. Well, like they're as good as they should have been, but when they were kids, they had all this hype surrounding them from these different platforms. Where now it seems like they're not as good as they should have been. So it's just it's insane. Honestly, it is. And you should actually you should check that little documentary out tonight on your night off. You should. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm definitely have to tap in with it. It's actually it's kind of scary, bro. Not scary, but it's just it's like mind blowing how how much we really do just harp on having that phone in our pocket, having that phone in our hand. Like it's oh yeah, it's eye opening for sure. Everybody kryptonite. They they have to have it or they can't function. And it's it's crazy because you know. Um, and the reason why I said that they're not as good as the reason why I said they're not as good as um, they should be is because of the fact like I use Malik Monk as an example. Okay, yeah. When he was in ninth grade, I we were seniors, mm-hmm. and me and um, my boy was in study hall one day, and we was and we was um, you know watching him. He was on World Star, bro. He's in ninth <laughs> grade on World Star. Yeah, for being a dunker, you know, and mm-hmm. and. And I use him because okay, he goes to Kentucky. He has a you know him and De'Aaron Fox make some noise there. But then he goes to the, he goes to the NBA and he's not making that much noise. Bro. He's coming off the bench. Look at Lamelo. Lamelo took a whole different route to him, and Melo is that dude there. Melo's you know? really been going crazy lately. Melo's that dude there, and the reason why I use that example because this is Malik's what 
maybe third or fourth year. It's getting up there. And he's still not a starter. He, there's some games where I don't even think I'd be seeing him get in. Like, And when he be getting in, it's like he creeped in. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like um, that's why I say they're not as good as they should be because, you know, social social media pushed some people more than they, you know, really should be pushed. They should be really pushed in the gym more than in social media. No, there's even there's there's rookies right now that are kind of going through the same thing. Yeah. Let's think of uh, Cassius Stanley. Jalen LeCue. Yeah, I mean, Jalen LeCue's been in the G League the last two years. Cassius Stanley was this big high school star, Sierra Canyon, went to Duke, played decent, drafted to Indiana, and now he just got sent to the G League bubble. I mean, like, I mean, there's there's no knock on that. Like, that's still a phenomenal feat to attain. Right. Like we said, all these social media platforms, overtime, balls, life, they've been kind of documenting these kids since you're, like you said, in ninth grade. And now it's like, huh, like, why are they in the G League? Why aren't they, why aren't they the next LeBron? Yeah, so. bro. It's crazy. And they, I mean, you're, you're stopping kids school to record what they're doing throughout their day. Mm-hmm. That'd be so weird, bro. No lie. Like, it's crazy. Like, you really are, you really are taking everything they're doing, walking around in school with them like a reporter. Right. <laughs> like They're like, like 16 years old. 16 years old. Like, and, and, and of course they got 3.2 GPAs and up. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. But, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like it's, it's like, <clears throat> I feel like the social media, takes away from the kids grind like Jalen LeCue mm-hmm. I feel like he should have went to college probably should have and he made that jump and did what he did and I feel like that hurt him and I also feel like he should have been working on jumping more he was so focused on being a dunker just dunking the ball because that's all he had to do in high school and even that prep year that's all he had to do that quick first step bro mm-hmm. messed everybody up so now he what guys who could do what he's doing more and it's like, how talented are you really? Right. It's an eye-opener for sure. So that's the thing, man. A lot of our youth that are, are listening tonight, um, yeah, like if you get a clip or anything on Overtime Ball's Life, like that's awesome. Congratulations. But don't let that be your victory. Mm-hmm. Don't let that stop the work. Don't let that stop the grind because there's more to be done, 100%. Facts. And don't let that be your last video then. Right. You know, go harder to get another one on there, but don't go hard to, you know, be celebrity famous. Go hard to, you know, make noise and get your name out there and then be able to showcase your talent. Mm-hmm. You know, a little stuff like that, bro. For sure. For sure. I mean, honestly, we could go crazy on social media all night. Right. So I'm going to switch lanes here real quick. Talk about the Super Bowl. I mean, we both said we didn't watch too, too much of it. But I'm kind of <laughs> correlating this to basketball. Half right. Always. Always. So the Bucks beat the Chiefs 31-9. to Tom Brady gets his seventh ring. Before we dive into the basketball stuff, do you think Tom Brady is now the GOAT? Is he solidified? I never call him the GOAT. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, nah. Yeah, I mean, you got to get that man. There's respect. You That's know, the thing. You gonna hate it, but seven rings talk, man. Right. As we always say. Right. That's like I, I don't like Tom Brady, but you gotta give the you gotta give the man his flowers when they're due. Would you I be mad saying? if he tripped over something and, you know, possibly ended his career? Nah, I wouldn't be mad. Bro, he already said he's coming back. You know, like how you just won the Super Bowl and you already talked about I'll be back next year. Go celebrate, bro. Go chill. Well, did you see I saw it was one of the I don't even know the player's name because I don't really watch football. But it was no, I Buc- know what you're talking about. I posted Buc- it. The bu- oh, the Buccaneers player, they're all celebrating. Tom's in the corner like, he's oh, Tom, Tom's already. just chilling. Like, he, he's been here before or something like that. Bro, he, he was packing his bags and stuff already. Cleaning his locker. And they said when they won the NFC Championship, he was he, – like, the team was celebrating and he was already on the bus. Like It's just another day, bro. Speaks volumes to not being satisfied and just because you won – a certain amount don't mean you can't keep winning more. That's, you know, like, that's like somebody telling you you can't reach a goal mm-hmm. and you reach it and then you think that's the end of the life for you. No, 
go reach some more. Be right. great. Keep going. That's all. And that's what it, it was funny. Um, I seen. I, I shared this too. Robert Horry. Uh, <laughs> big big shot, Bob. Big shot, Rob. Seven time NBA champion. Now he was never a solidified all star, nothing like that. But he does have seven rings, and he was congratulating and welcoming Tom Brady even into the seven ring crew, which I thought I thought it was funny because that was big petty, bro. Because he don't get enough credit. No, yeah, yeah. But that like, he feels like he deserves. <laughs> it's Come also on, like man. he knows like he's not on Tom Brady's level. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I hope at least. Come on, man. You got seven. Kobe got five, and and who you think they're gonna talk about <laughs> rings wise or, or player wise? Mm-hmm. You, you, you're not even like you're not even on Steph level. It's a different conversation, man. Come on, bro, man. We listen. We know you got seven. For the people who don't know, you got seven. Tell them to go do their research instead of you throwing it out there every chance you get. And that's just another thing when people say, like, oh, I mean, I'm going to bring it back to LeBron, but LeBron can't be the GOAT. He doesn't have enough championship rings. Well, Robert Horry has seven. Is he the GOAT? Hell no. So it's just, come on now. There's levels to it. There's levels to it. I wanted to talk about Bron here and kind of compare him to Tom Brady, too, because I've seen a lot of – a lot of comparisons within those two guys over the last couple of days from Sports Center, major platforms. But I mean, what do you think makes Tom Brady, LeBron James different from other athletes today? Like, why are they still able to play at the level that they're playing at at this quote unquote late stage into their careers? First of all, they're students of the game. <clears throat> Excuse Thanks. me. You know they're. They know everything they want to do. They, of course, they didn't see everything you could throw at them. There's pretty much nothing new that they're not going to see. Mm-hmm. And then when they do see it, and you might have got away with the first time, you best believe you're not coming back the second time with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they they believe in spending money on themselves. They spend money on their body. And, um, of course, because they could do that. So, you know, it's, I think it's more than anything, it's just the attention to detail. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, taking care of their body, bro. It's crazy. Like, like what we said here. I haven't been sending you the notes lately, just because we're more free flowing as we were. Let's say episodes like one to like ten, mm-hmm. we can kind of just spit it. But it's it's really funny. My notes directly under that question: how they treat their bodies with a bunch of money signs. Because <laughs> I mean, they both spend an astronomical amount of money on rehabilitation and recovery which allows them to continue to do what they do on the field and on the court. Right. And I also had down mental toughness that many don't have and their ability to still do the things they're great at, but also adapt as the game changes. <laughs> I so, mean, that's why we part, we on this podcast, bro. Facts. But it's just, you know, that's just how it goes. Like that's, those are three major points that those two do better than realistically anyone else in the world, but for sure within the NFL and the NBA. Yeah, and if you want to be real, that's what a champion is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's no other way to describe it. You want to know what a champion is. You want to know how they are. You go back and you look at the blueprint of that. Them two, MJ, Kobe, uh, other football, you know, look at Coach Belichick because he got six of them things from Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You know, just – that's the mindset of a champion. You never satisfied with the last one. Facts. Facts, bro. Um one more thing. I actually saw this from it was like NBA on ESPN. Little little basketball account. They were saying who is the NBA equivalent of Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Steph Curry. Did you see it? Yeah. And a lot of people are saying Steph just because of the features, right? But yeah, but that <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, bro. But that's childish. They're childish. But I, I feel like it's him because, you know, they're both gunslingers in mm-hmm. their own rights. You know, Steph don't mind pulling it from the – listen, if if he could, I think he would catch it from inbounds and pull it from there. Facts. He will. One day he will. And, <laughs> Honestly. And, and Pat Mahomes don't mind throwing it when his head is on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like them guys is both like they're risk takers. But at the end of the day, they're high risk takers because they trust in themselves that much 
Right. And, that's it. Their confidence is just unmatched. Come on, man. Like, like, you know, for Steph to go through all the injuries he did and and to to lose a three one lead in the finals and to just go to through the, the bad times of what he did and for him to still uh play the way he played. Mm-hmm. All that, man. You gotta have confidence. It starts there. Right. And the flipping on the other side, I mean Mahomes winning the Super Bowl last year, this year obviously taking the L. Um now he has to undergo surgery. I think I saw turf toe or something. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know he'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has that admirality and that confidence, just like Steph, to get back to where he was and just kind of continue to grow. Bro, they're already – they lost, and they're already ranked number one for next year. I've seen that. And the Bucks were fourth? Fourth. And that's and- what everyone's like, oh, you're already writing off Tom Brady. You, didn't you learn this year, blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that would probably be the best comparison. That's it. I mean, you're saying Steph. I've seen our boy Will Gatson. He said Steph. And that that's my initial thought, too. Yeah. But I, I, I was kind of creeping through the internet, and I found this Reddit page. It was this exact question. Who's the NBA equivalent of Patrick Mahomes? Two names were reoccurring, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, one, one being Tim Duncan. What? And you got to hear it out, though. Don't just think off their play style and what they look like. Nah, I never did look. <laughs> uh, t- Timmy D, ring, finals MVP, two-time All-NBA nods, and rookie of the year by age 23. Okay. And then the second name was Kareem. And it was MVP, ring, and finals MVP in his first two seasons. Okay, so because they got all them things at the same time as him? It's, yeah, what, it's just accolades, okay. yeah. Okay. So, like, I, I, mean, I get it, but... I get I it. Know. I get it. it. It just depends on if you're going to base it off the of accolades or play style. I feel like that. Facts. Because I can see that. I respect mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring that to the table. I thought those two names were pretty cool. Because no one, like, I didn't see anyone saying them on Twitter. Yeah. I definitely didn't. I mean, I didn't even see that question. So, I mean, that's a dope question for you to find. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. But you got anything else, bro? I think think that was a good show for tonight. Finally, a fluent show. No interruptions. Easy. We got to end it like that. Got to, man. So, you know, before we go out, you know, we got to shout out the whole gang, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, everybody mm-hmm. who tune in, man. And, um, you know, it's another episode, man, episode 43, bro. Yes, sir. Go so, watch Social Dilemma, and I'll talk to you in a minute. For sure, man. I'm going to get this up. I'm going to tap in with you, brother. All right, bro.